0: This podcast is brought to you by Rock My Wedding, the UK's most influential wedding brand. Hello and welcome to another episode of Rock My Wedding, the podcast. It's Becky and Charlotte with you again. How are you, Charlotte? Good. Good. I can't believe it's been two weeks since we recorded the very first Rock My Wedding podcast. I know. Two and weeks. And now I've got to get into the swing. Now, yeah. Got to get straight back into it. What are we talking about today? We are talking about the guest list. <gasps> the dreaded guest list. Now, for me, I don't think it should be a, a point of pain. Like, when you're sorting your wedding, it's everybody you love, all together, in the same room, at the same time. So it should be, I'm going to have you, I'm going to have you, I'm going to have you. And then it gets to that point, doesn't it, where you're like, can I have you? It's, oh, it's, have I got to have you? Yeah, it's the uh, two things, budget and politics. Yeah, major politics. Where do you start? How do we make it less of a pain point? Start right at the beginning. Do you find your venue first or decide on your list first? I think you need to have um, a fairly
1: good idea of how many guests that you are going to have because that has such an effect on
0: what venue can accommodate you. I guess it's like, imagine having a list of 100 guests and then choosing your venue and realising they can only have 60. This is it. Yeah, it's definitely got to be the other way around, hasn't it? Yeah. List first, venue second. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the crux of it, let's just get straight in, is who are you inviting to this wedding? I always say
1: the people that you love the most, that you think want to be there the most and celebrate that with you. Because it is a celebration. Yeah. Um, and those people that you feel are important in your life are going to be important in the future. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to not invite people who you've not known particularly for a long time. Because actually, at this moment in time, the time when you're getting married, they might be a big part of your life and you can see them being a big part of your
0: life. I think that's such a good point yeah. about... For the, a long time. The, like being the in the present. yeah, And just because you've only known someone for six months doesn't mean you can't invite them.
1: Like,
0: yeah. it, It's and going with the gut as as you are in that moment, isn't it? And have likewise, you...
1: just because you went to somebody's wedding eight years ago mm. and you haven't seen them for a few years, but I don't know, you might still be mates and have a look at their photos on Facebook, <laughs> doesn't mean that you... Little Instagram stalk. <laughs> oh, yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to invite them to mm. your wedding if, you, if they're not part of your life anymore and you don't necessarily see them being part
0: of your life in the future yeah I totally agree but what about so we're talking about at the minute those people that you've known recently mm-hmm. so say you've started a new job or something like that yeah. and you've known someone for six months um and you really like them so well they've become a real part of your inner circle getting you through it, everyday life and you really want to invite them but actually don't know their partner is there a plus one in that situation? What do you do with, with those new people where you don't necessarily know the partners very well? Is there an overriding rule about plus ones? Or can you be
1: picky? I think, I
0: yeah. I mean, it, with
1: anything, it's it's down to the individual couple. I think it depends on how important that significant other is to the person that you're inviting. So, mm. obviously, if it's their fiancé, then <laughs> <laughs> quite important to them. Um, but if it's kind of, I don't know, like an on-off partner, say, then... Do you take a stance on that? Um, and again, it's how much you see that person and their partner...
0: Being a part of your future. Being a part of your
1: future. Yeah. And, you know, when wanting them to be at your wedding, celebrating your day, and down to budget again.
0: And yeah, not, it's a massive factor. like,
1: not everybody's got the budget to...
0: For plus ones.
1: For plus ones, no.
0: What do you think about um, plus ones to the evening? Do you I think that's... it's
1: acceptable. Mm, I think that's a good compromise mm-hmm. but then it comes up with the whole question of do you have a separate evening guest list because not everybody does that's true yeah did you i did um no i didn't actually
0: yours was everybody was there
1: everybody the, was there the yeah walk. and um because ours we had our wedding sort of like in just <laughs> picked a completely random location <laughs> not near any friends or family we just <laughs> we just really loved the venue so for everybody it was quite a significant sort of travel yeah um so it just wouldn't didn't seem right to invite people to the evening because it was such a long if you come in that, that way. yeah, such a long a long way for people to to go, so it was like well actually if these if we want these people to our wedding, we want them to celebrate the whole day with us, yeah, oh, that's so nice, and that was was quite black and white, really, yeah, yeah, so how did you decide, Becky, who came to your evening and not the daytime?
0: thinking back, my evening um guest list was definitely work colleagues, work colleagues and cousins. We didn't invite cousins to the days of our wedding, um, apart from one, which was one of Antonia's, um groomsmen. Um, we'll go into a bit more detail about that in a minute, shall we? But, yeah, my evening guest was definitely work colleagues from my side and from Anthony's side, uh, and, like I say, those cousins that weren't able to be accommodated in the day. So it's a bit of a mix-up, really. It's interesting what you say about cousins, because... Um we had a
1: fairly small wedding, so 60 guests all together. Okay. Um, and none of us have got particularly big families, so that helps. But for me, it wasn't like, well, you invite one auntie and uncle, so therefore you've got to invite them mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Because actually, we've only really got one auntie and uncle who we're particularly close to. Yeah. So we invited them. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, um, again, don't come from a particularly big family. And um, so I didn't invite any of... My cousins because
0: I'm not particularly, you know, yeah, close, close to them. them. Yeah.
1: Um, but James is. Mm-hmm. So he invited some of his because I yeah. we thought, well that's
0: It's interesting you saying about um the splits of your families because um I spoke to Amy, so Amy works for Rock My Wedding and she works on our supplier directory, The List. Um it's although it's the podcast is me and Charlotte talking to you, it's actually quite a team effort. So when <laughs> whenever we're trying to come up with the content for the podcast episodes, we always speak to the whole team. And she said about her guest list that they organised it into thirds. So a third was dedicated to her family, a third to her husband's family, um, and then a third was friends. And I think that's such a a good way of doing it because it makes everything even then, doesn't it? And also makes you be probably a little bit more ruthless with
1: who you're invited. Yeah, and also it makes it fairer because some people, like, one half of the couple might have a much bigger family than the other. Yeah. But it, it seems unfair that that means that 75% 75% of the of the room is filled with their family. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. So, yeah, I think that's, if, if you're really struggling...
0: Yeah, it's a really good way to approach it. It's a really it, fair it.
1: way to do it, yeah. And
0: it, it, I really appreciate that some people can't approach it as ruthlessly as perhaps you have and not inviting certain cousins. I didn't invite certain cousins. And I appreciate it can be really hard to be like that, can't it? If, you know, if you are concerned about family politics and you don't want to upset anybody... yeah. You've just so, you've got to go with it's, a rule, haven't you? Yeah, and it's what your, makes you feel It's your day; yes. it's such a
1: special day. It's your day, and and like we keep saying, you know, that everybody has a certain budget, and mm. if you think to yourself realistically, do these people rude really, they really, really want to be yeah. there? And after your wedding, when are you next likely to see them?
0: Yeah, at the next wedding in five it, years is your time? decision to not invite them gonna have a lifelong impact on them and your relationship maybe in some circumstances it might but then i think you just gotta be strong haven't you and go with with what you think yeah absolutely
1: um which brings us nicely on to
0: parents friends now for us when we got married so uh, both we were so lucky both our parents contributed towards our wedding and um anthony's dad wanted to have some of his friends there my parents weren't that fussed I think their best friends I would have invited anyway because my, my parents are so close to their very best friends, which means we're naturally very, very close to them, closer to them than some of our actual family. So naturally they were on my list, but a lot of Anthony's family I'd never met before. And Anthony had perhaps only met a couple of times, um, but his dad was really keen for them to be there. And I think from my point of view, it was he was contributing to the wedding. He wanted to be able to show us off. I think that was his perspective. You know, like, oh, my son's getting married and it's, like, such an amazing occasion and I want to celebrate it with family that perhaps we don't see that often. Um, And we were lucky enough to have the space, so that was fine with me. I think, and I think that's... that's... Interestingly, two of them didn't even turn up, but... Uh. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's the nature of that sort of... that sort of invite to a wedding. Yeah. I kind of didn't think about it almost. I sort of... Do you know what I mean? I sort of let him deal with the invitation because it it was something he was really proud of and he wanted to share and i'm happy for him to have a nice day on my wedding day so i sort of left it to him so i didn't think about it too much so when they didn't turn up i wasn't too oh my god my table plan oh my god this person has not RSVP'd i just thought we'll go just go with it and let him sort that side of the guests because they're his guests really not mine it happened to um one of my
1: best friends so her husband's parents um made offered to make a big contribution but it was almost like with a proviso that they could um, invite some of their family who my friend hadn't even met some of them mm-hmm. and I can remember her telling me at the time and because I wasn't married myself then it was like oh I'm not not sure how like how I'd feel about that mm-hmm. because then it's not people who don't even know them yeah but it was it was very um it was a big family tradition um and obviously the experience I've got I've got a more understanding of it now how that might happen and in the end my friend was like you know what um if they're offering to pay for the guests Mm -hmm. I know that my husband's family are lovely I'm sure it's just gonna you know more people bigger party yeah and actually having been there it was such a like an amazing party everyone had a great time I know that um her husband was really really pleased that so many of his family could attend. Yeah, it's nice, isn't um,
0: it? Yeah, and I think as long as the, the couple themselves discuss whatever the circumstances yeah. are... Yeah, I mean, don't with, get me wrong, if it had been like, I want to bring a coachload of people, <laughs> I would have been like, hmm, hang on a second, but it's four people, you know, that's yeah. two couples, it's just going to add, like you say, it's going to add to the day, it's not going to take away from it. Yeah. You're paying for it, that's fine. Yeah, and, and, I, and I
1: think and I think that would depend, I mean, my, my wedding was different because um, my... Um, my parents didn't have a, say, have a say in the guest list at all. <laughs> um, but there was, it was interesting, actually, because my parents had, a, at the time, there was a group of eight friends that used to do a lot of things together, so go on holiday together, go out for meals together. But there was only two of those couples that I was close with, yeah. like I'd kind of grown up with, and like you said, were more close to than perhaps some of my own family. Yeah. So we made the decision to invite them but not necessarily invite the couple that we didn't personally know that well. Yeah. And that was the only thing that my dad said. Sort of said, oh, well, that's a bit awkward, Charlotte, because, you know, we went to their daughter's wedding. Okay. And my mm-hmm. response was, okay, Dad, but actually I didn't go to her wedding. Yeah. And this is my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> so you're yeah. essentially asking me to invite... Um, and, it, and it was fine. Like, they just had to essentially go along with yeah. what we did. And I, I don't think it was... The wrong decision like no. it's not you know we still don't see, and everything's them, fine. see them now yeah. Yeah. so yeah. nothing's changed it's, nothing's changed yeah no. yeah we actually had them a rock my wedding reader where her parents offered to pay for the wedding which is obviously very generous the whole wedding the whole wedding was it? um however it transpired that they were forsaking as they said their anniversary party so that they could afford to pay for the wedding. Oh, right. Which meant that they were then entitled to invite all of their friends oh. to their daughter's wedding. Uh, oh, see, there's got to be a limit, hasn't there? There's, there's got, got to be, to be a cut off And it was at the point where, because of um, sort of the guest restrictions, if you like, that once um, the reader and, and her husband-to-be had put their list together, that it would have meant that 12 of their own
0: friends wouldn't mm. have been able to go oh my god um so i'm sorry but some things are just not the memory no, just not worth the money is it? just not to not no, have the memories just not that you just want. not
1: worth it and i don't understand as a parent
0: how you would think that putting your child in that position that is, that was that right. that was
1: acceptable yeah
0: no oh my gosh there has got to be a cutoff off when it yeah. when it means that you're having to bump your friends from your list to accommodate someone else's friends. No. That's and, right. and I think and I, from the sounds of it, it sounds like it was kind of um, it wasn't
1: necessarily sort of discussed right at the beginning. Uh, OK. So I think, something that evolved over time. I think it's mm-hmm. something that evolved. And, I, and that's different again, isn't it? That yeah. if, you know, if your parents are, are generous enough to offer to contribute and or to mm-hmm. potentially fund the entire thing. Then as long as everyone is on the same page from the beginning, you know what you're working with. Yeah, you've got to be upfront from the start. Exactly. And then you can say, well, actually, you know, it's it's lovely that you've offered to pay for it, but it's still our day. So do you feel okay with making that generous contribution, but actually we're calling all the shots?
0: Yeah, this is the list. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Talking about um, parents and children... The most probably contentious part of putting together any guest list is, are you inviting children or not? Mm. Did you? Uh, no. In fact, my best friend um, had had a,
1: a baby, but she was quite vocal. and She'd rather not have uh, mm-hmm. the worry mm-hmm. over having to, you know, sort of tag team between her and her husband who was going to look after the baby. And she was yeah. a bridesmaid as well. Yeah. And there was a couple of um, my husband's um, cousins who had kids, but apart from that, there wasn't really any so it would have been a bit odd for us to have a couple of children yeah. and that's
0: it yeah um so we just made it a very yeah. polite request that do you know I say we didn't have any children that's a lie um the the general rule was there, there it will be an adult occasion uh, but my friend had a five week old baby she was breastfeeding so she came with little baby harry who was so cute um and one of Anthony's best men they had a six-week-old baby, so she came too. But they. But I'm sure they both went before the evening reception. I'm sure they were there for the day, and then I'm sure they got picked up by grandparents. And my niece was there, but that was it. She was... She'd just turned one.
1: And I think that's, I mean, almost like starting at the end, aren't we? Yeah. It's your wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if there's children no, within it? your family or your best mate's kids that are important to you, you want them there, they're going to be part of your future, mm-hmm. invite them. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that that automatically makes the rule that yeah. everybody else who's coming to your wedding is able to have their kids there as well. Yeah. Again, everyone has a certain restriction on how many
0: guests they can have. Yeah whether that's kids or adults. And it it was the same with, uh, there was the reverse actually as well. One of my bridesmaids, um, she had a little boy when I got married and he came to the party on the evening because yeah. she wanted to be able to be fully present in my day and enjoy what was going on, but, but he needed to be there in the evening, so he came. Yeah. And I just, I felt like I was really relaxed about the decision I'd made and that... No one, no children will be coming except for those two babies that had to be there, because, I mean, they were fresh. They were, like, brand new. <laughs> and my niece, because obviously she's my niece. Yep. And then um, my friend's little boy on the evening, because she, else she would have had to go home. Can you imagine being a black no, yeah, and that's it. One? Like,
1: circumstances dictate certain things with weddings mm-hmm. as well, certainly with guest list, like you just explained. And I think that's fine. And equally... We've got lots and lots of couples that get married who've already got children themselves. And so therefore, the day is very much about family, yeah, and friends and their friends, kids, and all yeah. those things. And that's also brilliant, yeah, if that's the kind of day that you're having. But just with any just with any other guests, like there's no there's no right and wrong. It's just who you want there. Um, who you feel is important to invite. And to a certain extent like what the circumstances are. Yeah. Like you said, if you've got friends who've had a very, very new baby, wouldn't want, obviously wouldn't want to
0: leave them at home. Right. I mean I was I was a maid of honour um four weeks after I had my second baby. So he had to come. He couldn't you can't leave a four week old baby, no, can you? Of but didn't it, it is quite stressful if you're having to look after a newborn. I mean, I was lucky in that I just sort of gave him Anthony and he basically spent the whole day just, like, feeding and burping the baby whilst I was doing, you know, Maid of Honor duties. <laughs> but watching that from the outside, it, it it's really hard work, especially when they're so small. Yeah. But you need to have them with you, yeah. so you've, you've, you've got to do what you've got to do. You've got to do what you've got to do. Yeah.
1: Um, on this subject, for those um of you that are listening that are having some difficulty with your invitations as to how to stipulate that Mm -hmm. children are not going to be included in your day. Mm -hmm. Um, Becky has got some really good examples of um, ways that you can word that.
0: I did a little bit of uh, research into this and there's quite a bit of debate online about, I mean believe it or not, about whether you should actually say no children or adults only on your invitations, or whether you shouldn't mention it at all. Apparently it's quite the traditional way is to to not mention it. I'm like, well, how confusing is that? To to, to not know. So um, I did a little bit of trawling, and then we've come up with a few ways in which you can probably word it on your um, invitations. So the first approach is blame it on your venue if you if you're not feeling confident enough to be sorry, like sorry venue sorry but i just don't <laughs> want kids um so you could word it with uh, we're sorry but due to restrictions at our venue we cannot accommodate children under the age of 16 slash 18 wherever you think the cutoff is for that just keep it dead straight to the point simple straightforward um you want to fluff it up slightly um and trying not to be so hard-hitting, you could word it as, uh, as much as we would love to invite all the children of our friends, unfortunately, it's only possible for us to accommodate children of close family. So, like me, for example, having my niece there, you, you, you're you trying to caveat the whole, oh, but why, you know, answer questions of, oh, why is she here? Why is my child not here and that child is here? Mm-hmm. You've already specifically said it's only children of close family, so you kind of ticking that box. Mm-hmm. Um. Or if you just want to be a bit more to the point and be like, we just don't really want children because we just want to have a good chat and laugh with our mates and celebrate an adult styley. You could be a little bit more relaxed and say something along the lines of, uh, we'd love to see you eat good food and just off your dancing shoes without having to worry about keeping an eye on little ones. So we politely request no children.
1: Which I, I think, think is great know. because that,
0: yeah. That's also fine. <laughs> it's fine. Your day, your way. Your day, your way. Yeah, but you know, the, the decision does sometimes have consequences, and people are rightly very protective of their offspring, and can be easily offended when they're not invited yeah. to the same thing. So, possibly prepared for a bit of backlash. I don't know. You've got to go with your gut. And got to go with
1: your gut. No, you've made the right decision. And also, what we would, what we would. Um, advise is that if you're still concerned about whether people understand what you're outlining i.e that children are invited um, is that you clarify it on the invitation by putting the specific names of yeah.
0: exactly who is invited yeah so then there's no room for misinterpretation then. yeah so name the envelope with the exact names name the invitation itself and also you can even um like pre-populate the rsvp sure do you know what i mean Which, so it's 100 yeah. percent clear who is yeah. attending the yeah. wedding yeah um and then there's no mistakes and do you know what you might get an rsvp where they've added an extra name on and you're well within your right to just speak because these are your friends and these are your family so you're well within your right to speak to them and just say you know i'm, I'm sorry if there's been a misunderstanding but actually we've only got capacity for you and john i'm really sorry that jessica can't come we really hope that you can still make it
1: yeah and what you know. what you were saying as well about um the backlash is that if you do sort of have people asking for you to make an exception without a, without a really valid reason yeah. then we would advise that you say well actually that isn't how it works, you can't make an exception for Penelope's children because then you have to make an exception for everybody's kids and then yeah. you're just back to square one again yeah um and then and also i think what people have to appreciate as well is that you know you anyone who you invite to a wedding whether that's an adult or a child mm-hmm. has a cost per head that's, again everyone has a certain budget Yeah. and it's you know you can't no you can't have everything you want all of the time and that people need to sort of respect, respect. your wishes yeah. and your decision because it's such a you know Absolutely. momentous day it's such an important day yeah um and in fact we found a very good quote which is that guests should be honoured to be part of your day mm-hmm. and that no one has the right to be at someone else's wedding Banging, and I think it? that's and I think that's the key thing really so yeah. no one has the right not your parents friends not you know your friends children and the same goes for when you know if we put ourselves in a position as a guest like, mm-hmm. I don't think that my, you know, the next wedding I go to, that my children should definitely be
0: invited. Yeah. Um, so, we, I feel like we've talked about kids quite a lot, haven't we? We've done that. What about, we're talking about separated families. How do we deal with who you invite in that instance? We're going to speak to Laura, who works with Amy on The List, our supplier directory, um, because when it came to putting her guest list together... Um, she had questions over her biological father and whether she should or shouldn't be inviting him. Uh, so she's going to talk to us all a little bit more about that. Hi Laura. Hi. Hi, you alright? Yeah, good thanks. Good. Thank you very much for joining us on uh, Rock My Wedding, the podcast, as our first caller.
2: Ah, oh, thanks for having me.
0: Oh no, we're so pleased to have you. Um, So I've briefly mentioned that uh, when you were putting your guest list together, it was pretty much straightforward until it came to the decision about your biological father. Mm -hmm. Um, Could you just tell us a little bit about the decision that you made in the end, how you came to the decision and kind of how you felt about everything afterwards?
2: Yeah. Um, So it's really hard, isn't it? Because... You don't. You kind of feel like you have a moral obligation to invite people who aren't a massive part of your life on a daily basis, yeah. but are, you know, in the bigger picture, they are a part of you and a part of your family. Um, mm. And I definitely went through a, quite a lot of uncertainty about whether whether to invite him or not. Um, we'd had very very little contact in the sort of probably in the ten years before. Um, Dan and I got married and so I was really conscious that we had a small number of people we were inviting and every person was there because we really really loved them and we really wanted them to be a part of it and yet I was essentially weighing up whether to invite a stranger or not. Yeah yeah. Which felt crazy because everyone was there for a real reason and then Mm -hmm. but yeah so to be honest it it took a lot of soul searching because I really didn't want to be the person to take it away from him that he could come um I'm his only child so I was conscious that this was his only opportunity that he was going to get see me get married um yeah. but equally I kind of really didn't want the awkwardness I didn't want him to feel awkward being there I didn't want me or my dad who was you know going to be walking me down the aisle and taking that father of the bride role I didn't want yeah. him to feel awkward so yeah Dan and I sort of talked about it at length and I think what it really boiled down to was like self-preservation really and how I might feel Mm -hmm. in the future if I made the decision not to invite him and that's kind of what I think made me come to the decision to invite him um but to kind of put the ball in his court and say you're invited but there's absolutely no pressure if you would feel awkward or you know uncomfortable then please don't you have to.
0: Yeah, and you um, actively said that to him not to feel that there's any pressure.
2: Yeah, and I also because said
0: obviously to, you know that he would probably perhaps feel awkward about it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. As well. Yeah. Yeah, mm. and you know, I, I said to him, you could have a plus one so that he wouldn't be there on his own. Mm. um you know, I, I kind of wanted to give him the opportunity to not only make the decision, but if he wanted to come, to not feel that you know that person in the corner who doesn't know anyone then, and so that's sort of where we took in and he did come um yeah I'm not gonna lie and say it wasn't awkward it was was a little bit awkward and but you know I just sort of gave it a little bit more thought than I would have given other people so like when it came to where we sat him and stuff um and actually now I've got no regrets about inviting him so at the time I felt disappointed because he didn't really take the time on the day to talk to me or anything Mm -hmm. Mm. but now I don't have any regrets because I think if something happened to him or we don't have any relationship going forward at least I know that I actively invited him and I did take it away from him yeah so I don't need to feel bad
0: it's so it's so nice to hear that you definitely made the right decision and I think what you've just said there is so right and even if going forward you were to think oh gosh perhaps I shouldn't have invited him you made the right decision at that time for yourself in that moment and you can't regret something that felt like the right thing at that point in time can you You just can't and I
2: think as time goes on my decision is you know I agree with my decision more and more at the time I probably still mm. felt anxious as to whether I'd done the right thing whereas now yeah seven years down the line I've have no reason to say anything other than the fact yep I did the right thing um, oh good so yeah
0: Right, oh, it's, that's just you're just an advocate for your day your way doing it what you want having who you really feel that you need to have there I'm just so pleased that it worked out well in the end
2: yeah
0: and thank you so much for sharing because i'm sure that that is going to have made some people who are in a similar position to you just feel a zillion times better about it yeah i hate to
2: say
0: just go with your heart that's it yeah definitely (laughs) well i'm sure we'll be speaking to you again um, on another phone in (laughs) (laughs) but no thanks so much and we will speak to you soon
2: you're welcome bye
0: darling Bye, bye bye Oh, it's so nice to speak to Laura, isn't it? Yeah. It's so nice to hear a positive outcome from a tricky situation. Yeah, absolutely. As the guest list is such
1: an integral part of everyone's planning, we should summarise the most important points that we've discussed Mm -hmm. so far, I think. Um, Also, just to add, we actually did a poll across Instagram as to how many guests people were having. And um, it was 46% are having over 100 so obviously 54% are having less than yeah. that um, which I'd say has tipped the balance a little bit between weddings that we were say seeing mm. five years ago or so ago which was definitely more than 100 yeah um, which indicates you know that people are thinking more about the people that are important to come rather than just feeling that they have to yeah invite family for political and, reasons and perhaps couples
0: are getting more budget savvy and absolutely you know thinking that maybe it's other details that are more important and you know the guests that they really really want and that's what they're absolutely to.
1: and that's the first part of our summary really like wherever you begin begin with the people that you absolutely categorically can not imagine not having at your wedding yeah and um, those that are most important to you your best friends those that want to be there the most that's where you start yeah um so that's the first point. Mm-hmm. Um, The second point is surrounding um, family politics, which includes obviously children, Your day, your way, and then repeat it. But it's absolutely true. Um, Just because you invite some aunts and uncles, some cousins doesn't mean you have to invite all of them. It's the ones that you want to be at your wedding and want to be there celebrating with you. Such an important day. Um, Children, if you wanted to make it an adult-only affair, that's completely up to you. You do that. If you just want to invite sort of children of close friends that you have in your life and you have in your future, but not invite all the children do that same yeah if you want to invite everyone's kids and have everyone to be there and have it a wedding that's about all ages and all about family do yeah. that yeah it's absolutely fine Yeah. um and then of course an important point is the budget mm-hmm. um everyone has one um you know the amount of guests you have is a massive impact on that yeah because you're you know paying for food you're paying for drinks All the different elements that come into the price per head have to be considered. Um, And when you're thinking of your guest list and you're thinking, well, you know, I I definitely want... This is my list of 40 people that I definitely want there. Then I've got this second list of another 100 people. You know, how do I decipher this? And it's looking at what you... You know, the price per head. Um, And then you can consider, well, actually, if I had a daytime and an evening event, does that mean that actually I can invite more people? And I can include everyone
0: in some way yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And um, and therefore, you know, definitely consider that option. Yeah. And I think the other point that we covered that's really important to reiterate is when your parents want to make a contribution to the day. Yeah. All those cards need to be laid out on the table.
1: From the beginning. From yeah. the off. It needs to be, uh, you know, parents or whoever else it might be actually within your family who want to make a contribution what is the expectation and knowing what that is from the outset, not six months down the line when, you know, your parents yeah. or grandparents, whoever it might be, might turn around and say, well, actually, no, you know, we're contributing, so therefore yeah. we want to bring a minibus load of our friends. No one wants to
0: get caught out. No one wants no, to get caught no. out, so I think that's really important too. Well show notes for the episode will be at uh, rockmywedding.co.uk forward slash podcast and thanks so much for listening and remember to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts from so that you're notified when the next episode is released and please if you've enjoyed listening today give us a review or a rating it just helps other brides and grooms to find us so we would really appreciate that. And remember to email us at podcast at rotmywedding.co.uk with anything you want to hear or any guests you'd love us to interview, any topics you want us to discuss. And we will see you soon. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. This podcast is brought to you by Rot My Wedding, the UK's most influential wedding brand. For more content, visit rotmywedding.co.uk, follow us on Instagram at rotmywedding, or buy the book, Your Day Your Way, from Amazon or any leading book retailer. This podcast is produced by We Are the Clarks.